All right, welcome back to the Find Your 20 Coaching Insights Show. I'm your host, Mark Sieberkrop, and if you're a six-figure business owner who's looking to unlock the hidden potential in your business, then you've come to the right place because this is the show where I share top insights from recent coaching sessions that I've had with my clients, as well as things I'm learning personally and things that I'm using in my own businesses so that you can throw out the 80% that's holding you back and build a business that fits your strengths and supports your personal dreams and goals. But before we get started, I wanna share with you today's featured resource. And I have to be honest, I am really excited about this resource. It's something that I decided to put together recently because I did it for my mastermind. And it's the upcoming Find Your 20 workshop. It's happening in a few weeks. And you can learn more about it by going to findyour20.com forward slash workshop. But I want to tell you a little bit about it because I did this workshop just kind of off the cuff. Uh, the mastermind that I'm a part of asked me if I would teach the principles of Find Your 20 in our hour mastermind call. And I did. And it was amazing. There was some really, really great feedback. And I decided and realized that this was a great method, mode, modality, modality, is that the word I'm looking for? A great um, vehicle for teaching the Find Your 20 methodology. We were able to get a lot done and really help the people in my mastermind to over, like to get rid of overwhelm in their business and to help them to really focus in on the things that were truly important in their business. As a matter of fact, I want to share with you a couple quotes uh, from some of the mastermind members. So my friend Justin said, the training was exactly what I needed. It helped me reflect on what was most important when I started my business, the priorities I have now, and the genius that can help me bridge the gap between the two. Mark's wisdom also made it easier for me to honor my family while growing my business. And I also loved what uh, my friend Laura said. She said, Mark's workshop helped me reconnect to why I started my business and identify where my business had become out of alignment with my vision of success. This clarity made it easy to see where I needed to focus my energy and attention. And now I'm creating momentum every day to realize my goals. That is the power of this workshop, the ability to identify what you want and how to get there and then to prioritize things so that you can create that momentum. So you can actually get things done so that you can really be efficient and effective with your time so that you can grow your business without having to equally grow the amount of time you're working. And so go to findyour20.com forward slash workshop to learn more about the workshop, to register there. There is a small fee to reserve your seat, but I will tell you, when you attend the entire workshop, I'm refunding that fee 100%. So there's no risk, there's no cost, as long as you attend the workshop itself. So again, findyour20.com forward slash workshop to learn more about the upcoming Find Your 20 workshop. It's gonna be amazing, you're going to love it. And you can see all of my recommended resources by going to findyour20.com forward slash my best resources. And with that, I want to jump in and share three simple ideas and tips with you today. And these came from, I was doing a pre-event coaching for uh, one of my clients last week. And I did, let's see, six hours on Zoom, three days in a row, 15 minute calls. And so what did I do? Like 18 people a day. And so it was a lot of really rapid fire 
coaching and digging into businesses. And there's a few things that stuck out to me that I wanted to share with you today because I think they're really valuable. The first one is, if someone is a fit for what you do, make sure you follow up with them. Like, this is like simple. If somebody tells you that they are a fit for what you do, ask them if you can share some more information. Ask them if you can get on a call. Ask if you can uh, send them a, a recording of the retreat or of your of a recent training. Ask them if they can, you can invite them to your upcoming workshop. You know, whatever it is, make sure you follow up. I had one person that did this really well. I had one person that missed an opportunity. Um, so I'll tell you about the person that did it well first. I was, I was coaching this person. And he was in the family history niche. Like uh, his his product was helping people to record through video the stories of their family history. You know, with like uh, parents, grandparents, those types of things, so that those can be recorded and kept as part of your family history. And family history is something that I do quite a lot, and I really enjoy doing family history. So we were talking, and I was like, I go, man, you know, and I, I kind of shared. I said, hey, based on my experiences, here's what here's what I would say, or or here's what would appeal to me. And I said, that's me. You know, I'm that person. I'm the person that does family history in our, in our family. And he said, well, I would love if you would, you know, fill out my survey and give us some feedback on this. I said, absolutely. I said, send me an email. Um, I mean, I would love to send that. I would love to fill that out. And so I did, he sent me the email, I filled out the survey and I, I imagine I'll be getting an email soon about the program or some free resources that I can use to learn more about recording my family history, recording the stories in my family history. So he did a great job of identifying that I was his target market and then following up with me. Another person didn't do so well. So I can't remember exactly how she framed what she did, but it was essentially like helping businesses and business owners plan for, um, you know, unforeseen like catastrophic events. Um, so, you know, to, to protect their business in the event that they, they uh, get a cancer diagnosis or some other illness where they can't work and they can't work in their business uh, or they're in an accident or any of those types of things, a natural disaster, any of those types of things that would um, stop revenue from flowing in their business. Essentially, it's, it's a lot like, I think some of the things that she did, and I don't know exactly, but um, you know, things like insurance, um, you know, loss of wage insurance, you know, gap insurance, those types of things that you can put in place to protect yourself in case something like that happens. And I told her as we were talking, I said, well, I said, here's the thing. I said, at my in-laws restaurant, we do this, this, and this, you know, we were talking about some of the messaging and, and it's, that's not as important, but um, I essentially said, you know, we have, we have smoke detectors to protect from a fire. We have uh, camera systems to protect from burglary. And the, the messaging that I would use is you protect all of these things, but do you protect yourself from um, an illness or an accident or, um, you know, any of those types of things and use that in the messaging. So I shared with her and I made it very clear that my, my family owns a restaurant. We're like, we are her target market. And not once during that conversation did she say, hey, could I, could I follow up with you and just see if there's a way that I can help you with that? Or, hey, you know, you mentioned that your family has a restaurant. I'd love to send you uh, my, my quick report, you know, that the, the outlines the six things you need to do to make sure that you're covered or whatever it was like she missed that opportunity so when you're talking to somebody and you find out that you're that they're a fit for what you do make sure to follow up make sure to ask them if you can share something with them or if you can um, connect with them to to talk more and see if you can help them or support them in one, one one way or another some people will say yes some people will say no but if you don't ask 
hundred percent of them will, are going to say no by default. You know, they're not even gonna have a chance to say no. They're just not gonna be a client because they didn't have the opportunity. Now, some number of people will say, oh my goodness, I need what you have. But if you wanna increase that percentage, you need to be proactive and follow up with those people. So if someone's a fit, make sure you follow up. Number two, I was talking to a guy and he filled out a, a pre-coaching form that kind of outlined, you know, where their challenges were, what their goals were, what they're hoping to accomplish, so on and so forth. And he indicated that he had made, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but this is close. He indicated they made like $125,000 the year before in his business. And this year he was, he was shooting for $175,000. That was, that was his increase, 50,000. However, his typical clients are, um, I think he said it's like two to 5,000 if they're group, but if they're individual clients, it's like eight to 20,000. And so the first thing I asked him when we got on the call was, I said, I, I got to ask you, I said, why are you shooting so low? He goes, what do you mean? I go, well, I mean, based on the numbers you're giving me, you're essentially saying that you want to get like two more clients this year. Like that's it. And I said, that's not even honestly worth the effort. And I said, not only that, but anything that you would do to get from 125 to 175 at the price points that you're at, the high ticket coaching price points, any work that you did there could just as easily get you to 250 or 275 or 300 because it would be the difference between getting two clients and getting like seven clients. And if you can't get seven clients within the year based on the things that we're focusing on to help you to do that, then we need to rethink some things. And I essentially said, why are you shooting so low? And he stopped and he goes, you know, I really appreciate you asking that. He said, you're right. I'm going to, I'm going to set my goal at, at, at $250,000. So he increased what his goal was because essentially the work would be negligible. The difference in the amount of work would be very negligible between the 175 and the 250. So in our businesses, how many times are we doing this where we're shooting so low? Like we're, we're looking at, we're, we're looking at such incremental and small growth that it's one, it's not exciting. It's not motivating. And two, like it wouldn't take that much effort. Like the amount of effort extra that it would take to get to a much higher number is almost laughable. So quit shooting so low. You know, my, I, I love this quote. One of my favorite quotes is from uh, my mission president from when I was serving as a missionary. And he used to always say, I don't know if he always said it, but I heard him say it several times. He said, it's better to shoot for the moon and land on the roof than shoot for the roof and land in the garbage can. And his point was make big goals, like, like press, push yourself. Like let's, let's say that, that this guy that I talked to sets this goal of 250,000 and he falls short. He only gets to $210,000. Well, that's still better than 175,000. But if he shoots the goal for 175,000, the likelihood that he's going to hit 210 is much lower. And so when you, you create a bigger goal and you, you put in the effort and the the work and the, um, the, the activities to get to that bigger goal, even if you fall a little bit short, you'll still be farther along than you would have been otherwise. So don't aim too low with your goals. Ask yourself, is there, if, if I did, did just a tiny bit more effort, could I set this goal higher? And then maybe I don't quite get there, but I get most of the way there. So don't set your goals too low. All right, number three, uh, formats can be as important as the content. The format in which you put your content can be just as important as your content. So this is one of the reasons that I'm, I created the Find Your 20 workshop. It's, it's the same thing that I teach you know, in the book. 
it's the same thing that I teach, you know, it's similar things that I teach in the retreat or in Find Your 20 Mastery, the, the course, but it's in a different format, in a format that maybe works better for some people. And it's in a, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit more bite-sized that allows people to kind of implement. And so sometimes the format is the issue, not the content. You know, I was talking to uh, somebody when I was coaching last week again, and she was trying to sell a membership and she was coaching, um, she was coaching people on, on caregiving and the membership, I can't remember, it was like $29 a month, $39 a month or something like that. And nobody was really taking her up on it. And I said, I said, I don't know if this would change, would work, you know, because with all marketing, like, like we say, the, the proof is in the numbers. Like it depends what people do, but it's worth at least looking at or trying or considering. I said, I don't know if this would work, but I said, I wonder if people that are caregiving look at a membership and say, Hmm, I don't know that I need stuff dripped out over a long period of time. I don't know if I have time for content every month. I really just need the information that I need to help take care of my, my loved one. I said, it may be that they actually prefer to spend $1,000 on a course because they know that they're going to get everything they need right away. They can go through it when, on their timetable rather than uh, it being tripped out over a month or two months or three months or four months. And it just, it just makes more sense to them. It may be what they're, what they're more used to. And they may not want to get locked into a monthly thing, even though we say you can cancel at any time. And she said, she goes, man, I just, I have a really hard time thinking that if they, if they're not willing to pay $29 a month, that they would be willing to pay a thousand dollars a month. And I said, again, I don't know that they would, I'm not saying it would work, but it's worth questioning and asking. And it's, it's possibly worth trying because what we need to remember is I know I think this way, when I look at a, a monthly thing, I don't think of it as $29. I think of it as $29 coming every out, out every single month. And so it, it doesn't feel like $29. It feels like much more. And there's this open-endedness that makes me think, well, shoot, I don't know when that's going to end. Whereas $1,000, it's $1,000. And if it's the information that I need, and it's the information I want at this time, then I may just want it right now. So sometimes it's not that our product is bad. It's not that our content is bad. It's not that um, people don't want what we have. It just might not be in the format they, they want right now. Um, you know, they, they may prefer a course over a membership and the, the course could end up being just like the membership, you know, like there's not a lot that could really would have to change necessarily. It's just the way it's packaged and it might fit better for them at that point. Uh, you know, group coaching might be better than one-on-one -on -one coaching. One-on-one -on -one coaching might be better than group coaching. It, it just depends, but it's worth thinking outside the box and asking yourself, how can I take this information that I have, this content? and repackage it in a different format that might be more appealing to my audience, that might be more appealing to the people that I'm talking to. And that is really what it comes down to is, is asking the questions. Like I said, I don't know the answer. I, and, and there isn't a one size fits all. I can't tell you that every single time a course will be better than a membership or a membership will be better than a course or one-on-one -on -one coaching will be better than group coaching or that a, a, a virtual retreat would be better than a workshop. I don't know. It, it depends on your audience. It depends on your marketing. It depends on what you're doing and, and, and who you're interacting with and what you're doing with them. But it's worth asking the question. So before you throw out that product that you have and say, oh, it just doesn't work, maybe you just need to change the, change the format. Maybe you just need to change how it's packaged and how it's presented and how it's delivered.
And that might be the thing that makes the difference. It might be. It's worth testing and trying out. So with that, I want to thank you so much for listening. If you haven't yet, make sure you grab a copy of my book, Find Your 20, by going to findyour20.com forward slash grab your copy. And I'll drop one in the mail to you ASAP. And as a matter of fact, I have some, I have some new interesting things that you can get with it that I just changed in that funnel just recently. Um, and I just had somebody buy it last night. And so I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing some stuff to this, going through and marking some things uh, in this before I send it out. And that's one of the things that you can get is, is a, an annotated copy where I mark it down or go through and, and highlight and mark and identify some of the things that I think would be really important for you to, to check out. So if you haven't grabbed the book yet, make sure you go to findyour20.com forward slash grab your copy to do so. And make sure that you go to findyour20.com forward slash workshop to check out the Find Your 20 workshop. First time I'm ever offering this live and to the public is towards the end of this month. So make sure you go check it out. Make sure that you uh, dig into uh, learning about what it is. And if it's a fit for you, then make sure that you get registered. I'm super excited to share it with you. Uh, it's going to be amazing. And like I said, if you come and you attend the entire thing, I'm going to refund the, the registration fee. So there's literally no risk. Uh, so go check it out at findyourfunny.com forward slash workshop to get more information on that. And as always, please leave a rating and review for the podcast on your preferred podcast app. It helps others to find and enjoy the show. And until next time, get out there and chase your 20s.